Fellas, 2020 has made it hard for us to stay as hygienic as we should be. Luckily, our partners at Manscaped have made it easy to turn your bathroom into your own private dong salon. Manscaped is on a mission to change the grooming game with their below-the-waist grooming and hygiene products, and they've just released their products in the UK, Canada, and Australia. The Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer offers a replaceable ceramic blade with the advanced skin-safe technology, which helps reduce grooming accidents. Waterproof technology also allows you to groom in the shower and up for 90 minutes. They just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. Their perfect package comes with two free gifts and other liquid formulations to complete your ball trimming routine. These formulations are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfate-free, and paraben-free, so you know your disco stick is in good hands. You're probably sitting on the couch with your hand on your balls anyway, so you might as well keep them smelling fresh with the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant designed to defend against below-the-waist odors. Use the code TRT at checkout and get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Basically, all I'm saying is if you love your package, all you have to do is go to their website, a few buttons on your phone and it'll change your life. Eric's the one that said it. Yell at him. Oh. This is the TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all things testosterone. I really hate this opener now. Like, I want something different. This song, that guy, that guy from Britain talking, I hate it. I want a new one. Okay, go to Fiverr. I'm going to go to Fiverr. I'm going to use the same guy because I like him, but I want a different voice. You you, you hop on your bass and you slap a bass line down and I'll... This! <laughs> I just wanted to say something different. I don't even know what. I'm Brandon, founder of the TRT community, host of All Things Testosterone. And I'm here today with Ian and Eric. Hello, Ian. Again. Again. Two, two weeks in a row. Hello, Brandon. <laughs> See me right on me. time. Year 30. Uh, Ian... What would you write a book about? Um, we'll come back to you, Eric. What would you? I know, write no, about? I've got it, I've got it, I've got it. Come back to me. Nope, nope. You go <laughs> ahead. Can you come we're, back to me? We're, we're back. We never left. Okay, Just make sure you're not with Eric anymore. <laughs> okay, looking at the picture behind you inspires my answer. It would probably probably be a memoir or like a journal uh, sort of thing about a cross country road trip, like a road trip around the U.S. or okay. something like that. Okay, I, I think that'd be really cool. So you're not going something uh, that you're already knowledgeable about. You're going more for the experience of the road trip. Yeah. Okay. I'm actually reading a book right now. That's a, it's about a guy who's riding a bike from um, Oregon to uh, Patagonia. It's really cool. I like that concept. I feel like Donald Miller has done it. Something like that, yeah. That's really have interesting. Read, have I you read any Donald Miller? Yes. Yeah, How far of a ride is that? A couple thousand? Oh, yeah. Um, I think it's 13,000 miles, I want to say. Oh, yeah, just a, a couple. Way. I mean, he, he like took off of his life and uh, just decided to be on the road for several months. Mm, must be nice. <clears throat> Eric, what would you write a book about? Uh, I I love American history, so I would probably I, it would probably be like a compilation of um, just kind of unique and interesting, like little known American history kind of things. Okay, like I know there was a, a uh, military strategy that they used in the Civil War, so the Union was in this particular battle they were greatly outnumbered, and there was a clearing, so there were like 
two, uh, there was a line of trees and a little break. And then maybe uh, 20 or 30 yards behind that, there was another set of trees. And so what the Union Army did is they actually marched around the second set of trees. So it looked like they had just thousands and thousands of troops marching, but really they only had like very, like much, much less than what the hmm. Confederate Army did. So just stuff like that that's just like very interesting, like little known stuff. But I love American history. Interesting. Okay. I would probably write about either my experience with hormones and, and that journey and the journey of others or, yeah, I'd probably do that. Or I would write a book about dirty jokes. Okay. I could see that. Yeah. How do you make a hormone? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. How do you make a hormone? Don't pay her. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could probably write a really fascinating book about the experience of my failed marriage, honestly. I would feel terrible while doing it, and I, I could never put it on paper and profit from it, but it would be an interesting story. Probably be very cathartic. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's what I was about to say, too. Yeah. But what there's we, so, man, that would take, I feel like it would take a lot of work for, to dig through 11 years of, of relationship. Like Yeah. I would need a ghostwriter. I don't have the patience and, and the... Just do steps with Snetzer. <laughs> Done it. <laughs> <laughs> just do it again. <laughs> yeah, I would just need to find my steps books or my recovery journals. <laughs> what are we talking about today? We're talking about Ian's penis. Surprise. Uh, last time we talked about... Not last time, last time, but recently we talked about your visit to uh, urology to have an ultrasound done. They got a, You got a trimix, trimix injection into your shaft. Gave you a three-hour erection. They did an yep. ultrasound. You had yeah, a visit since then. Weather Doppler <laughs> <Beep>. study. <laughs> so what were the what were the results of that visit? So I had uh, a couple weeks ago. I had a follow-up visit with my urologist that sent me over to get the penile Doppler study done. We did a telemedicine visit because that's you know it felt like we were just there wasn't any blood to be drawn. There was you know just like well he's offering it so I'm just gonna. I'm going to do it that way. And, um, he told me that what the results showed was that there was, so the result, the test was measuring the centimeter centimeters of blood or something per second. So it's a, is a rate there that, you know, it's like the, it's like blood pressure basically. So they're measuring, measuring the, the inflow and outflow. Um, one of the sides it was in fairly normal range. The I think it's the left side is out of normal range, below normal range for uh, so it's you know systolic and diastolic. So like I want to say systolic is going, and this is probably some medical professionals beating their dashboard <laughs> listening to this, but uh, going in, and so the blood flow rate on that side going in was low and then on the outflow the diastolic uh there was deficiency on i think it was on i can't i I wish i had it in front of me so i could remember how to explain it better but one of the sides had both like the inflow and outflow being low lower than normal what lower than normal what it should be um, so he described it as a, it's called a venous leak. Um, there's really not, unfortunately, any kind of corrective, uh, surgery. Not that I would, man, I, I would have a hard time 
wanting to go under the knife down there yeah. at all. Uh, was a cock of- ring from Durex ever <laughs> suggested? <laughs> yeah, he's like, you know, listen listen to the last episode. This week and, uh... <laughs> did, did he give any indication on whether or not he thought that this had anything to do with erectile issues? Because before you were talking about it, it, he made it sound like he was thinking that it was something you had lived with forever. Uh, yeah, he did. I mean, he, it's it's a cause of the erect, erectile issues that I've had in the past. Yeah. Um, again, he, there was no, there's no real treatment to it. I'm, I told him that with the Clomid 50 milligrams a day that I'm on and the five milligram Tadalafil, I'm getting along pretty well. That's, that's doing the trick for me right now. Yeah. Cause I think, you know, Clomid's boosting my testosterone a little bit and then the Tadalafil is doing what it's doing and, so is this things are pretty good, but um, one of the things he did, we did talk about is, you know, there's this uh, newer kind of, maybe it's not, I don't know how new it is. I'm not, in the, I don't have my finger on the pulse of the medical community, but um, the, the wave therapy, mm-hmm. it's like pulse wave or Gina, like, yeah, you just wave at it. Yeah. It's like a massager. It's bigger. Yeah. <laughs> massager but it's like face. a non-invasive, uh, pulse wave uh, low frequency wave therapy that they they put some kind of you know gel on your crotch area and then they they uh kind of wave it across you know there and you go in and it's uh you go in for i guess five to six visits i think he was saying but it's pretty uh it's pretty expensive he said it was i think it's 2400 bucks wingardium out of pocket We should talk to Amy Perlman about that. She mentioned it whenever I spoke with her on the Deleted Scene podcast back oh, last really? year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. that was like a yeah. year ago. Yeah. From Iowa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd be interested to more, learn more about it. His opinion was, he said, well, first of all, you know, I don't want to assume anybody's you know, financial situation. So he said, it might be beneficial if 2400 bucks is not a big deal to you. But if it is a big deal to you, he goes, I don't know that it'd be worth it. Because really, that would fix the inflow problem like kind of creating new 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 uh, blood vessels or regenerating other other ones or moving plaque or whatever you know whatever causes blood vessels to you know did he offer 12 easy payments of two hundred dollars <laughs> no <laughs> he he said but you do have you still have the issue of the venous leak so he said, again, it's just, it, it might benefit you. It's not a guaranteed result by any means, but that might be something that would, that would benefit you. He said, but you got to consider that you also have the outflow issue. So where it's, it's letting too much out. So did you know? he, did he say that he thought that this was a new event? This was something that had recently happened? Um, he didn't, uh, because I don't really offer insight on that. I, I don't know where I like I'm lost on that too. I, I maybe that's another question. I just forgot to ask. I can't wrap my brain around how this could be the cause of your erectile issues specifically. If 12 months ago, it was as big as it's ever been, you know, right. Unless this is something that happened eight months ago. Right. I, I, I there's nothing I can point to that would like it. Uh, Maybe the it's big as it's ever been was just like kind of, stressing the walls maybe it being as big as it's ever been blew you out 
<laughs> that's very possible. I have no idea. That was only HCG at the time. So. And so he maybe your PSI so the, was a little too. But high. I've been off HCG for several months now, and things have improved. So, and when I was on HCG, I was having issues nonstop, like weekly, daily. It was very frustrating. Yeah. So I, it's the most puzzling thing I've ever, and the most like. I wouldn't call it crisis to be too, too dramatic, but it's like a semi-personal health like dilemma that's like weighs on your mind. Like as a as a man, you know, you're just, it's it's really hard to get you know. To, <laughs> hey, if it doesn't work, like what's what you know? What's the point of everything? You know, sometimes you think that. So did he not um, leave any room? And this is not his specialty, but did he not leave any room for that statement right there to be? the majority or even part of the cause of it, the weight of it and the mental fuck that you get from right. it. Cause I know you, you said that last time Yeah, that you thought that that was, right. yeah, yeah. It could be. I mean, it still very much could be. I struggle with, I struggle with anxiety. Of course. I, yeah, I know that I don't have any, any expertise in this area at all. Urology, but my skepticism wants to say, this is something that you've had for your entire life and that it's more of a mental thing. You know, unless he can point to some sort of reason that you had an acute incident other than blowing out from PSI, what would cause it? You know, you're 36 years old. I don't know. You know, maybe it's just, yeah, your brain develops and you become more conscious of conscious of uh, how everything works in the world. I don't know. And you're with your body and medicine and you know too much. So in your head, you're, you're, it's a, it's a spiral downward. It's like trying to dig out of a, a hole of sand. You know, just you just keep burying yourself. The way that you talk about it yeah. just makes me think even more that, that that's the problem, you know? Yeah. Because you're not wrong. Like, right, yeah. I understand what you're saying. But I would think that if it were a, an anatomical problem, that you would always have that problem. I think that's one of the biggest challenges is, for, yeah. for mental things. That was like, right? Like, they would say, like, if you want to get out of the hole you're digging, the first step is put down the shovel. How do you do that for a mental problem? Yeah. 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 Agreed. So yeah. I'm left with that. Um, we still, I still have a follow up visit to uh, go look at some CD porn in a room next to a lab. <laughs> CD. I thought, I thought you said CD. <laughs> Wait, what? Sorry. Laser disc. CD. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, <laughs> in the next couple of weeks to then exactly get, get another sperm count done. Um, we are still we're still in the midst of of trying things, and I think we'll try for the rest of the year. And then twenty twenty one, I think we might start looking at some other options, whatever that looks like. Get I, back to having sex for pleasure. Yeah, an emotional connection. Just say make sex great again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I hey, it's gotten better recently too. I know we've talked about it off air. Um, Let's talk about it on air. But today was Brown today was a good one. Yeah. You had sex today, like before you came over here. <laughs> before what? she went to work, yeah. <laughs> oh, I forget. So it could have been like morning sex. Uh, That's good sex too. It was mid afternoon sex, wasn't it? Four thirty, five o'clock. Okay. Oh, so like have sex and then go make supper. <laughs> Well, she was going to work. She was going to work. 
Right, I'm saying. So they were good. <clears throat> it was good. Things are things are good. In he that, has sex and then he goes to next supper in that in that realm. Like the protocol I'm on, whether no matter what you think of Glomid and all that, it's working for me. <laughs> yeah, I I still you're taking Cialis, right? Yep. I think the Cialis is probably what's working for your erection, and the Clomid may be what's doing the fertility. Yeah. So so and this is. Uh, this is taking the third shift talk one step further, but out of curiosity, was this afternoon sex? Was that because there's some sort of ovulation window that's open right now, or no. was that passion and enjoyed each other not to ravage bodies? Uh, sex? Marital bliss. It, it was just passionate. It was a it was a text from upstairs that said, "Hey, was were you in the mood earlier?" <laughs> okay, it's like nice. Maybe. Yeah, I was like maybe with a little, you know the. Emoji which, where he's like squinting his eyes. Wait, which emoji? The, the emoji is very important. Which emoji are you talking about? The emoji where the guy's like ah, like that, but not the like kind of grinning For side all the eye one. Out there, or, they're getting a great visual. But. Not, not the drool emoji. <laughs> not the drool. Not the cry laugh. Not the sideways cry laugh. Okay, okay. Hold the on. guy with. The I'll guy, show you which one. The guy and, with the triangle eye. Like it looks like triangles are going inward. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm so, getting way back here. Did you did you notice? You said this one was was really good did you notice that this one may have been better than one that was for the ovulation window yes it was all right i text y'all our phones are buzzing (laughs) (laughs) i've used that one before but that's not what he's talking about (laughs) yeah that's an that's an o face for sure that's the rosy face squiggly mouth scrunched up did you ever watch the league no it, it's about fantasy football. Oh, I'm, yeah, I remember seeing it. I've never seen it. One of the terms that they had from the show was vinegar strokes. Do you know what vinegar strokes is? No. It's it's the face that you have when you're uh, ejaculating. The, but why vinegar? I don't get it. Think about what your face would look like if you were sniffing vinegar. I drink vinegar a lot. No, but like if I took a bottle of vinegar and held it up under your nose, you'd be like... Yeah. Yeah, that's the face. <laughs> that's <Yeah>. vinegar strokes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I think... That's just another point in the favor of it being a brain, a mental thing. You know, if if when you get a text like that, if you yeah. don't have any issue at all, keep those texts coming, Megan. Yeah, like send some yourself, Ian. Uh, two or three months ago, eggplant, eggplant. That wouldn't have happened. I don't think. Just I was in a in a bad mental funk. All right, progress going on. So progress is being made. I just I want to I want to make sure. I think the most important thing to me is it's like, okay, if we can if we can get pregnant, uh, I I think I think the next step would be to get off the clomid, uh, get back on testosterone. Tes- but I, testosterone. What? It's testosterone. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Go. Uh, testosterone. Testosterone. <laughs> um, but what's the what's the future look like for is guarding that like cool my whip? <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the way Sam Ridgeway says it. Testosterone. <laughs> it's it's about what am I doing to guard my mental health in the future? Yeah. You know, like what Would do I mean? want to get back on Lexapro? Do I, I mean do I want to try this? Keep going the CBD route those kind of things but you don't even know yet if the mental thing would be a problem whenever you're just right. back to it. i mean it's been years of like yeah. the ovulation window is closing you yeah know? yeah i i just i it's your brain you would know but i just the way i see it is that that is 
100% the issue. And yeah. when you get a text that says, hey, feeling frisky, it's not a problem. And once y'all either conceive or decide to go another route, route um, it wouldn't be a problem again. Just yeah, and I was. I truthfully was. Earlier we had a conversation about something. And then I was like, okay, I need to go back downstairs and work work a little bit more. Um, but just the way she looked at and then... Wait, no, no, wait, what are you talking about? Let's back up a minute. Yeah. Go a little deeper. You don't have to give us all the details, but what, what? do you... Oh, she was just wearing wearing something that I was You attract- liked the way that she looked. I liked the way she looked. Did you react to it? Yeah, I mean, I gave her, you know, pat her on the back, gave her a kiss, a little hug, you know, stuff like that. And then I was like, I'm going to go finish up work for the day. And then 10 minutes later, she said, were you in the mood earlier? What made What made her say that? What did you do, Ian? Were you... Kissed passionately, and okay. then I went back downstairs to work. Okay. okay. There so, was more. He's not telling. I'm nah. not going into that far of detail. No, I don't think. I don't th- <laughs> is there more that you're not telling? What do you mean? What do you What are you looking? I don't for? think. I don't know what you're looking for. I don't think that there's more that you're not telling. I think that's exactly what happened. Eric's the one that said it. Yell at him. Oh, I don't what? know what you're looking for. <laughs> oh no, I'm not looking for details. I just maybe maybe I'm just uh, taking what I typically do and throwing it in like oh yeah like i'm grabbing a handful and you gave me what i was uh, looking for i would just wanted to know what led to her sending that text i didn't know if maybe you said hey i was thinking about the way your butt looked in those jeans last week or if it was something <laughs> that's the classic one you always tell me to send I've, i have yet to do don't it don't you tell people that i tell you to. now when she sees that text she's gonna know it came from me she well she's never seen it she so she's probably listen. never she going to see listen it. so it's okay <laughs> jules is gonna tell her for sure sure uh, or randy Mm. I'm happy for you, man. I think that's exciting. Things are, yeah, things are turning around. Take that and run with it, you know? That's yeah. awesome. That's really, really encouraging. We'll be on vacation for the next the next window, so that'll be even better as far as m- mental state is concerned. What do y'all do? Why are y'all going to Colorado for two weekends in a row? Their air quality is really no, we're bad. we're staying right for now. a week. <laughs> like that checks out. That makes way more sense. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a 10-day thing, right? Yeah, than... yeah, So we're Saturday to Saturday. We're going. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Well, for some reason, when you said you know, you'd know you be there for the next two weekends, I assumed that you were going and coming home and then going back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a little ways. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, what to expect from TRT? So you've got three guys here that have really kind of looked into good treatment. But still three very different experiences, you know. Um, and we've done similar episodes at least once or twice before. But people people ask a lot, you know. So I don't think it's there's any harm in touching on it. So uh, for me, it was subtle. And we talked at length. I think it was just two of us. I think it was me and Ian. Talked at length about how my benefit was subtle. And I didn't realize what it was until I had stopped TRT. But I lost... 99% of anxiety and anxiety that that had affected personal relationships of mine in the past. You know, I was the guy that couldn't go to a party and, and talk to anybody and I would make the entire room think that I thought I was too cool for them and convince them that I was too cool for them for, for them. But it was really because I was just crippled with anxiety and couldn't bring myself to speak to strangers as the person that's the coolest person in the room right now. How would you go about it then? <sighs> You know, it's something that I could just feel. I have a hard time verbalizing how. Um, it was it was like this 
Almost, smoky eyeshadow. Exactly. <laughs> Just like an off-putting, I would avoid them, and I would somehow manipulate them into thinking that what they had to say was stupid, and so they better not even try to say it. And I, I mean, something I had practiced since I was a kid, so I got pretty good at it. But that that all went away. You know, now I'm the guy that meets my neighbors and has play dates and talks Who to people. Who are you? I know. It's weird. So, you know, that was the biggest change for me. I didn't have any kind of sexual issues beforehand. I guess it's increased my libido, but I've always had a pretty ridiculous libido anyway. So my main thing was anxiety. What about you, Ian? Um, mine was, mine starting out was like brain fog. Yeah. Um, sort of this short-term, dis- uh, short-term, that's the... Uh, Memories. Biz we're in short term, uh, short term memory issues, short term disability. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like my work life me- meshing. Um, short term memory issues, definite lack of motivation and drive. Um, but the brain fog was probably the scariest. I've said this, you know, several times on the podcast. It 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 just feels like you're in a completely out of body in a different world experience, like just, it, it didn't feel like you're connected with reality. It's, it's a strange, strange feeling and kind of scary to think, Oh, my brain's like deteriorating already. And I'm only 30, 30, 31, 32, whatever at the time. Um, so that was something that definitely, you know, improved when I, when I started and then the note noticed the, my my sex drive improved as a result of that. I I don't know that. Maybe looking back now, sort of with you know, the twenty twenty hindsight, maybe our, my sex drive wasn't that great. But I just never. I guess I was too apathetic and too. You know, I just didn't care. Like the low motivation sort of thing, never really that never really took that into inventory. You know, like that. Maybe that was a an issue, and then get on the testosterone, and you're like, "Oh wow, yeah, that was definitely not like my sex drive was not like it was, you know, a month ago." Like you know, it, it, I'm talking about like when it improved. Yeah. I think back and go, "Yeah, some, there was a deficiency there. There was something not quite right, not quite on the level with with my sex drive." So that's kind of a nice bonus thing you know it's like a nice little added benefit it's like okay this is great yeah what about you eric you've lost over 100 pounds i have would you say that's your biggest change benefit honestly i don't think i would okay like as significant as that is in my life i would honestly say it's you know like ian saying like just like the the drive and motivation to just like exist as a different person I got very, very comfortable. I got convinced that I was uh, I was so tired by the weekend because I was just working so hard. And the reality is we work sedentary lives, working behind desks and yep. cubicles, or at least we did, you know, pre-COVID. Uh, I, I was so convinced that, like, taking a Saturday or a Sunday off because I was tired from the work week was just like normal. And the reality was, you know, like we would, we would go out and it, okay, let's go to Costco. By the time we would be done, like in an hour trip of Costco, I'd be like, all right, let's go home. I'm hot. I'm tired. Let's go. 
And now it's like we do full Saturdays, full Sundays, all sorts of stuff. So it's just that for me, 100% just being an active participant in my family, uh, that to me is the biggest. Like yeah. people talk about, like y'all have talked about brain fog and different stuff. It's like, I, I, maybe I had it. I don't, I don't think I did. I don't feel like I ever had any sort of issues there. It, it was 100% just the motivation to just exist in my life. Yeah. Like I, I was very much a, uh, I was a spectator in my own life, yeah. which was really, really sad. And I can relate to that too. I mean, the ambition and drive and inter- even just the physical energy levels have changed in me too. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's made me feel like a completely different person and mostly, um, mentally. Yeah. You know, I'm looking forward to get back on it for sure. Like that's why one of the frustrating parts about my, my current, uh, season is like i just really there's some things like like the motivation and drive i could use that benefit from that i don't think you know you you know you know you your opinion clomit's not doing anything for maybe it's giving me like 100 to 200 points boost you know but maybe not to like a six seven eight hundred level optimal kind of level would be um but I'm looking, I'm looking forward to getting that back, and also the anxiety thing too. You know, maybe that's it. You know, that's maybe get back on a regular. Well, and how many times have we talked? About, we've talked about it on the podcast. We've talked about it just individually. Like, how many times have we read stories of people in the group that are on SSRIs that have been able to come off of those things because of of their testosterone yeah. being regulated? Yeah, and I was never prescribed anything. I. <clears throat> I was known to take um, a recreational Xanax from time to time if mm. I knew a, a relative. If I was going to uh, a family function, specifically my wife's side of the family, her wife, my ex-wife, um, her family is very large. So yeah. if we would go there, she had a cousin that would approach me every time. It's like, hey, you want a Xanax? Um, yeah, sure. And then I started smoking pot um, back probably 10 years ago. And I would just take a hit or two of pot just to allow me to function in a social setting with people that I had known for years, you know, Mm -hmm. but yeah, testosterone, I don't need any kind of medication, self medication or prescribed otherwise. Now you're just the life of the party. Just the life of the party. Bell of the ball. Yep. I'm throwing those parties. Actually speaking of throwing parties, Halloween's coming up. I just went through all my Halloween, Halloween Uh, decorations from seven, eight years ago. Eric, I don't know if you know this about me. Before Faye was born, we used to throw these epic Halloween parties. Um, We would rent professional, like stage grade costumes, kegs, margarita machines, and have smoke machine that you know fifty people continuously turn on in Fogville. (laughs) Yeah. uh, By the way, if you're curious, a fog machine will set off your smoke detectors. So be careful with those. It's that thick. Yeah, it's that thick. But Ian kept plugging it back in, and it would set off the smoke detectors, and I would plug unplug it. (laughs) And it would fog the entire house. Yeah, yeah. But that was those were good times, and I just went through those twenty one hundred square foot house or something, and like just absolute fog everywhere. I was going through, and I was thinking about decorating, but it was all like interior stuff that have to be like hung from ceilings, and I didn't. I'm not about that life. But I've got like seven. I miss 30 quart totes full of Halloween decorations Dang. from these parties. Yeah. They were fun. I miss it. That's intense. Yeah. This was back before Bacardi 151 was banned from the world. Is it? Yeah. They stopped making it. What? Yeah. I don't know how Josh is functioning anymore. 
Have we checked on them recently? No, I haven't talked they to them. used to make us do shots of those and chase it with like uh, some sort of amp, energy drink. Amp yeah. energy. <laughs> this is a guy. Yeah, that's all, all he drinks. He's got a really high tolerance and he likes to be drunk and all he would drink like was 151. Game, he's like the, got the gamer diet. So he's like eating mm-hmm. like Dorito 3Ds and like drinking. Uh, <laughs> Dorito 3Ds. <laughs> amp I'm energies. Really, I'm really glad you didn't go with generic like chips there that it because it would be something it would, it's, obscure. It, it's a gimmick it would be a yeah. gimmick like snack or like, like a like dorito taco from taco yes, bell exactly. and mountain lightning <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah dr yeah. hee-haw one time this is this is the same guy that we went to the lake out on a boat one time and he in order to keep within regulation and not bring a glass bottle into the lake he poured his 151 into a ziploc baggie <laughs> 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 and drink from the Ziploc baggie. Yeah. What's this person's name? Josh. Yeah. He partied Fairly hard. confident this person has a problem. He partied hard. <laughs> yeah, he did party hard. And I punched a guy through a wall at his wedding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what do you mean you punched a guy? Like, you punched a guy and he went through the wall? Or you punched? Yeah, yeah that. No, I didn't through punch the wall through the wall. No. And it hit somebody on the other side of the wall. No, no, no. He went. He fell into the wall. So... To tell a story. It was imagine you owned a wedding. Imagine you owned a wedding venue or a venue, and this was like, oh yeah, you you guys would be the first wedding we'll ever have here. <laughs> and, and the last. night ends with a a huge hole in their sheetrock. Yeah, of, their, of the bar area. <laughs> it separated the bar from like the the uh, dance floor. Yeah. No, so this this guy was belligerent, and another one of the groomsmen had kind of picked a fight with him. A marine. He was just hot headed and ready to fight. So they kind of started getting into it. I think he headbutted him or something. I looked up and I saw the um, the belligerent man had his hands around the throat of the minister, who happened to be my five foot eight, um, tiny little, uh, I guess at this point ex brother in law. It was Amber's stepsister's husband, and so I just went up and like I've done as a kid, and I'm a big guy. I can break up fights usually, and I just went up and kind of separated him and pushed this guy against this wall and told Freddie to get out of here. Well, the belligerent guy decided he was going to put his hands around my throat, <laughs> and before I even realized what was happening, I had <laughs> I had given him an arm swipe up to knock his hands off, and then I punched him, and he went through a wall, and then um, you know he's fucked, uh, right? I'm so. envisioning this is like when. Uh, <laughs> When Ron Swanson punches Jeremy Jam, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 and you know, I'll give you that one. <laughs> it was insane. And it, we were somewhere in random town, Virginia. Yeah, yeah. Oh, West, this was West Virginia. Here. We were in West Virginia. Yeah, no, we traveled no for idea. Josh yeah. and Monica's wedding, and uh, you know, uh, my my wife at the time comes around and she's kind of always the the mother hen. She was kind of trying to organize the wedding, and she's like, "We need to." We need to do this and we need to do that and not realizing what had just transpired. And I was like, do you see that man's face? Like, you see all that's happening with that dude right now? That was me. Me and you, we need to go. So we went, headed to the parking garage and cops came. I mean, I don't I don't know. If anyone went to jail, it was the belligerent choker. Um, but I don't know that the anybody belligerent did. choker. <laughs> cited, cited or something. Side like note, after the fact, found out he had a black belt. Didn't really help him that night, but he's got a black belt. Oh. Yeah. Dude, what if he was like MMA or something like that and just like he lost Hoist Gracie just like straight, straight up just like choked you out. I mean, you know, I don't hopefully he wouldn't have killed me, but I would have woken up with a headache and yeah, all I wanted to do was was get him off the little guy, you know. And he was a skinny guy, but he wasn't I don't remember how tall he was. So Either this guy's way. a marine 
and was a black belt no, and still people. got his ass whipped. Two different people. The Marine kind of started the fight. The Marine was drunk and looking for a fight and chose this guy because he was drunk and talking about talking negatively about some of the women there. And he was disparaging the Marine Corps. Probably. So yeah. <laughs> this was also a wedding where there was an open bar for a set period of time and then it turned into a cash bar, which I've never been anything like that. Just it was very strange. They're like I'm like, Can I get another beer? How how are we doing on the limit? Like there was like there's a money limit of like how much you know. That's kinda of similar like at I'm my right. wedding. It, we didn't have a bar at all, oh. but we supplied alcohol. When it was gone, it was gone. You know, so yeah. Josh and Monica probably were able to supply a certain amount, and then once that was gone, it's a cash bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not everyone has a wedding in a winery, Ian. Sorry, <laughs> wow. hey, we had to pay for those kegs, <laughs> huh? We we had to buy wine and pay for like buy course. all the wine, a minimum amount of wine. Yeah, yeah. And you could have so many kegs for. So I yeah. Sipping his tea and just. I had two pony kegs and they were gone. Ian's wife had like strep throat on their wedding day, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm so sad. Never been as sick since. I never. Yeah. Never. Seven years? Yeah. Six, almost. Yeah. Almost seven. Crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. That's all. Have you ever punched anyone in the face? No. Just wandered off the path. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TRT community. 